Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Andrew McCart, IFL TV. I'm out here in Saudi Arabia, delighted to be joined by Sonny Edwards himself. Sonny, it's always good to see you, especially out here in Saudi Arabia. You're here to support your, your good friend, one of your best friends in Lyndon Arthur. But first and foremost, what a fight it was last week. And obviously you can see the injury still on your face and there was a bad injury to, to your eye. So how's that healing up? Yeah, I mean, it's only been a few days, but I feel like the swelling's mostly gone down. I look like... Uh, uh, I look like I'm dressed for Halloween, don't I? You know what I mean? At Christmas time. At Christmas time, um, but now nah, yeah, all good. Um, yeah, I got a fracture in my orbital uh, in the second round of the fight. Blurred my vision for me. That kind of changed the way I had to fight because I couldn't really see him as much as I wanted to. Um, well, actually, I could see two of them, which is a problem in itself. Um, but yeah, happy, healthy, um, a little bit richer. Well, that's the main thing, obviously. I do want to touch about the reason why you're out here in Saudi Arabia. Just to stay on last week, is I said to you off camera that we've seen Sonny Edwards loads of your fights and the way you fight, but I think last week you showed a different side of you and you showed that you've got balls. You can stand in the pocket and trade if you want to. Obviously, you don't want to do that in most of your fights, but having the injury, getting knocked down, getting back up again with the knockdown and even trading with somebody like Bam, who's obviously known for as a hard hitter, you showed balls last week. Are you happy with the fact that you've showed a different side of your game? Um, I feel like it's something that people around me knew I didn't need to show. Like I've always had a lot of heart. And not only that, I love fighting. Believe it or not, the getting in and boxing and moving like is a little bit frustrating for me. I know it's what I do and I can stand people on the head and win over and over again doing that. But at the same time, it's not actually the way I like fighting. If you come and watch me spar... It's just a scrap every single time, 10 to 12 rounds, don't matter who's in the ring with me, don't matter how much bigger they are than me. Um, and that's been for years now, really. Um, yeah, I showed it. Obviously, I didn't get the win, but I kind of had to fight like that just because I couldn't, I, I couldn't see the range, I couldn't see when he was in, I couldn't see the usual tells that I see on someone. And unfortunately for me, it wasn't anything that he was really doing, so it's, it's kind of a hard sell for me. I feel like I've been hit with loads of shots. He even hit me with 200 shots after he landed. The, the jab that caused this for me it was just like one of those freak shots that caused a freak injury that kind of derailed the, the path of the fight but that is what it is like you've got to play the cards you're dealt um, but yeah I decided about halfway through the, near the end of the second round that I couldn't gauge the range so every time he threw I threw back it was, it was the only thing I had the only way I knew he would be in front of me is when he was throwing so that's kind of what I did um, and I, look, the thing is and I actually enjoyed it I actually enjoyed it. Like, genuinely enjoyed the fight. Genuinely enjoyed the uh, the whole build-up, the promotion, even like the reaction. Like, I feel like every single time I've ever had a fight before, 
there's always probably been something bigger in the world of boxing happening that day. I feel like when I boxed Bam, the kind of world stopped and watched it. Well, the world of boxing anyway. And I feel like from the reaction of the fight, you know, coming here and, you know, trainers from all, all sides of the world coming over and speaking to me and, and fighters, etc., saying about the fight. Like, I didn't expect that many people to have watched it, but I think we, we built the fight quite well. We promoted the fight quite well. And I come through watching my brother and, and the max sort of promotion he got from Eddie at the time. I remember everyone, every fight was on the sky, title shot straight away, etc. And flyweight boxing still then was for a certain amount of money hidden away on the undercards of big fights and sometimes like the second fight on live broadcast defending a world title or fighting for a world title etc so i know what flyweight boxing used to be and i know what flyweight boxing is now and yeah yeah, yeah but maybe it's the narcissist in me talking but i feel like i'm a big part of that and i feel like i've been a big part of that constantly doing more than everyone else is willing to do constantly saying more going to more shows commentating i'm in the corner training fighters i'm managing fighters getting them contract with big promoters like i'm doing a bit of everything already naturally because i enjoy what i do so okay yeah i might have lost my fight but i don't feel like my boxing position has been weakened i feel like if anything it's taken massive massive strides and as my promoter Eddie Hearn knows uh, and my team know, win, lose or draw, I will fight anyone. So when we go back and sit down, it's whoever they want me in the ring next with, I'll go. Because whoever the promoter wants you to fight is usually the biggest fight for the biggest event that they can promote. So that's what I want. So, you know, it should be quite easy to keep going. I feel like I'm by far the biggest name around the light flyweight, flyweight divisions. Um, obviously, bam, moving up, great fighter. but. Yeah, I feel like I'm the guy here and, and, and I still will be. And not only that, I feel like when my name is on an event, people are going to be more and more and more interested. Sonny, what I will say, just, I don't, I'll go on to Lyndon Arthur now because you've done loads of interviews about your fight last week. But for me, as a boxing fan, thank you for that because that was a great fight for me to watch at home. And obviously you showed the boxing world that even though you can box, you've got heart as well and a, a, a balls of steel. But there is a reason why you're here in Saudi Arabia as your good friend Lyndon Arthur's up against it. Probably the toughest fight in terms of the, the, like uh, upsets. If there's going to be a big upset, it's going to be Lyndon against Dimitri Bivol. And it's going to be a tough ask for, for Lyndon. But how do you see him faring against somebody like Dimitri Bivol? Um, take it back about two weeks ago, just before my fight, maybe a bit less than that. Me and Lyndon was on the phone. And we both had our debut on the same day. We come off GB together, was on GB t the team together. That's how we like really met and got close. And when we turned pro, I had my debut in Spain. He had his debut in a small home in Manchester. We both probably earned together about 1,500 pounds. You know what I mean? If we put our money together. You know what I mean? So where we've come from, what people thought we was going to do and capable of doing, we've far exceeded it. So I'm so happy and so proud of him. Just for being a part of this event. Obviously, he's going up against the number one in the division, Bivol, who's got great wins on his record and shown a pretty much non-stop conveyor belt of success. So, of course, Lyndon's up against it. He knows that. But we're fighters. Two arms, two legs, one head. You know what I mean? We've all got the same. So, yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there in his corner putting the spit bucket in. And, yeah, Lind Lyndon can hurt anyone. At his weight, Lyndon hits hard enough to hurt anyone at any time of the fight even when it looks like he's getting punched in even look when it looks like he's tired he always stays dangerous because he's genuinely heavy-handed um, he knows he's up against it but that's why we're here you know to upset the apple cart and unifications like if i can't get unified yeah, my, my brother Lyndon can do you know what i mean <laughs>
you said there about he can bang and he can whack Lyndon, but I think a lot is made of Lyndon's jab in this fight. I think that's a lot of people are saying that's probably the key to winning this fight is his jab because Bevel's got a great jab also. So this might be a battle of the jabs. But how do you, do you think it's more Lyndon putting it on Bevel and trying to hurt him or use his jab a little bit more and try and keep him at range? No, I would like Lyndon to frustrate Bevel. I would like Lyndon to make the fight sort of as boring as possible until it catches fire. Uh, I think that's the way to beat Bivol. Um, make him a bit bored, make him start forcing it, make him do things he's not used to doing, you know, stepping in, throwing him first. Because if you just walk into him and let him box, you're going to be getting outboxed to death, no matter who you are. Um, he's that good at boxing. So, yeah, Lyndon's got a terrific jab, one of the best in the world, definitely. Uh, especially when he lets it go when he finds his target. It's sharp, it's precise, it's powerful. But um, in this fight, I feel like, you know, making Bivol make a mistake and landing heavy will be uh, the best way to start turning the tide because, like I said, Bivol is as good of a fighter as you're going to get. Listen, obviously, you could probably pick the favourites on the card. Although they're, they're good fights, you could probably go down the card, run down the running order and pick, pick a favourite in the fight and, and, and whatnot. But you as a boxing yeah, fan... The first name. <laughs> exactly. The first name of everyone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But... That being said, Sonny, can you see an upset on the card? Of course. We wouldn't be here otherwise. Like, we're competitive people. We're competitive people. We don't just come for pay. We don't just come to turn up. Like, we genuinely believe on our days we can beat anyone over and over again. We believe that because at the end of the day, if a fight kicks off in the street and someone comes after, you ain't even got the choice to be choosing. So when we get in a fight with someone that weighs the same as us, of course we think we can win. And Lyndon's the same. He knows up against it. He knows people's a great fighter. But Lyndon's a great fighter. You know I mean, I'd be a world champion for a reason. Um, dug in when he's had to, can be hurt, get back up, come out and take the kid apart. So, yeah, like, Lyndon's here with every bit of belief and also every bit of gratitude, just like I uh, experienced in my last week, that we've gone from fighting for less than a thousand pounds, pretty much, on small halls for our debut. No one really pushing us, no one really believing in us too much and forcing our way into the biggest events of boxing. Weekends after each other on the same platform. So, you know, that gratitude, gratitude is the most powerful human emotion, I believe, and the most life-changing. So, he's grateful he's here, he's grateful to be a part of it, and he knows he's up against it, and he knows that to win, he's got to bring the best out of himself. What's Bivol's mindset going into this? Is Bivol thinking it's just an easy walkover? Is he gonna come thinking, ah, oh, I didn't really need to train that much? We don't know. And that's what makes it such an entertaining, exciting fight. Of course, Bivol is the number one in the world. Pound for pound, for me, he's up there, like top five. So, of course, Lyndon's up against it, but we don't say no to fights. We don't. We haven't got it real in fights us. only. We, we haven't got it in us to say no because win, lose or draw. Yeah, what would you rather be a part of? Easy fights when you're guaranteed to win, hand-picked opponent, just so you can walk around as some faux par champion, or double down, bet on yourself, and go in there in the, in the biggest events, the biggest fights. And go see how good you are. You find out in the ring, a boxing fight is the most honest conversation two men can have. Well, that's a good way of putting it, Sonny. And that being said, I want to touch, because I think it's about to start very, very soon. I want to touch on the two main events at the top there, Wilder Parker and Joshua and Otto. They're the two fights. I know as a boxing fan yourself, you want to see Joshua against Wilder, because I think that's the most entertaining fight in world boxing at this moment. I think it's a four-round fight. It's going to set fire at one stage. But can you see an upset in that? And, 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 and sort of pivot on that question as well. Who has the toughest fight, Wilder or Joshua? Um, I think Wilder right now has probably got more left than Parker. I think Parker a few years ago was probably more dangerous than he is now. Um, 
and I think maybe size wise for Wilder Parker's quite a good matchup for him maybe I'm not sure um, but I do think Wilder's quite a, a live underdog definitely if people are writing him off I don't know why I thought he pushed Tyson Fury when they fought I think he gave him a, a really hard time um, obviously his eye was cut quite bad and it probably affected how that fight went a little bit but he showed that he's game he showed that he's tough that he can take a shot and keep coming forward so um, I think Joshua's got to be switched on and I think Wilder's got to be switched on um, it's heavyweight boxing and world level heavyweight boxing as well they've not just got absolute nobodies like Parker former world champion been mixing it and while in we've seen him really give it to some people and really be a good good adversary against arguably the pound pound number one heavyweight you know what I mean I say pound pound I meant arguably the number one heavyweight and one of the top pound pound fighters in, in Tyson Fury so um, yeah I think they, they both have upset potential maybe more wilding I think he's more dangerous and also trying to change this bit of his life if he goes and beats Anthony Joshua his next two three years of fighting is completely different to everything he's experienced before um, where Parker he's been there he's been in the big events he's been in the big uh, uh, profile fights against the big names one world title so he might be looking at this as maybe like one of his swan songs and big event and of course he believes in himself and but it's probably a different where Wilding's never been there, really. You know what I mean? He's never really gone through the gates. So Parker's been a world champion and fought against some of the biggest names in the world already. One final one before I let you go on there, Sonny. Um, Joshua Wilder's the fight we want. I heard today, we're hearing today that there's a two-fight deal planned. March 9th is penciled in. You might be a biased Brit on this question, but Joshua Wilder, who wins? Yeah, AJ, man, every day. AJ. And I think that fight would be a good one to bring it out of him because he's got the weight advantage but also Wilder has height and I like Joshua against people around eyesight not too much smaller than him I think he always struggles against people he looks down at I think he had as a, an amateur and I think he probably always will just stylistically I think something that happens throwing down and that explains the Uziks that explains the Ruizes that even the Takam performances like you look at the amateurs the times he's lost it was always against like the five foot ten Azor or something it was never against the giant so I've always favoured him in giant versus giant fights and I think Wilder is big enough for that to be you know a good fight and you know AJ can take a fight and can uh, 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 take a shot and I feel like when he gets caught is when he really starts getting a bit more dangerous in this day and age I think that's when he starts letting his hands go a bit more um, and I think yeah that fight will just open up straight away and will be you know a great fight so Sonny, I won't keep you much longer, mate. Appreciate your time as always, and uh, no doubt I'll catch you throughout the week. Thank you, brother. Sports Social Podcast Network.